This is Dollars and Sensibility with Tom Stone. And we're gonna talk about what you really want. And at the end of the day, how to get what you really want is to understand money. Guild Mortgage, NMLS number 3274, Tom Stone, NMLS number 257849. The information contained in these podcasts are for educational purposes only and do not necessarily express the opinions of Guild Mortgage. So welcome to another episode of Dollars and Sensibility. And we're going to start. We've been, I've been waiting a long time for this because the favorite podcast so far was the one that we called Spec House. And we started talking about, hey, we're going to build a spec house and all of this it was happening, but it was a hopes and dreams kind of conversation. And so we have uh, Tate Berg, uh, Berg Construction with us again. Welcome, Tate. Glad to be here. Respond now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Bree Duncan with Midway Designs. Happy to be here too. <laughs> a little closer so we can hear that great voice. Yeah, so this is the team. And we have a spec house that myself and a partner are building over in Midway on Pine Canyon Road. And I wanna go down the road of not only just this house specifically, but how we're doing it, who's doing it for us, why we pick certain designs, what are some of the thinkings and the processes behind what we are doing, the teamwork behind it, how many people are involved, and then just talk the industry in general. That sound okay? Yeah, for sure. So Tate, let's start with you. So what stage are we at? Who have we hired to do it and why did we choose them? Uh, so right now we're completed our foundation stage and backfilled and it's going to start framing next week. Mm -hmm. um, let me rewind a little bit and talk about just really briefly why we picked this house. You know, I think it's really important when you're building a house. And we was... Well, we went. <laughs> did you just hear that? I did, but we went to Wasatch Heights. Just kidding. We went. No, I love Wasatch Heights. Great school. <laughs> Can we delete that part? Well, you know, back in the <laughs> 80s and 90s, it isn't what it is in the 20s, right? <laughs> and I will say, I came out of there with some proper English, so I shouldn't yeah, have said I did that. too. Yeah, right then I did. <laughs> <laughs> we means we is Tate brought it to us, but this was the team that said, "Hey, what do you?" Yeah, think? that's what I meant to say. Right. <laughs> Yes. Um, so, I mean, whoever buys this house, in my opinion, is going to want to know that they're getting their best bang for their buck, right? So mm -hmm. we picked a very cost-effective plan um, and are able to, you know, give them a house that they know they're they're choosing a well-developed plan and thought through process, right? So, um, and in that phase, we made a couple tweaks to it. To, mm -hmm. the, to that stock plan to, yep. to customize and update it and make it really like. Just a second, let's go there for one second. What are the tweaks? Um, some larger windows, uh, some ceiling heights in certain areas of the home, just to allow for some really pretty beam work and a porch, some covered mm -hmm. porch areas, things that four are. Four car garage. Yeah, four car garage. Yes. I, I'm that's, the one that's that the always man, forgets that. That's the main stock. comment. Yes. So you can take a stock, a stock plan and customize it, make a few tweaks to it to make it really even more valuable. Yep. Yep. So exactly. Um, as far as excavation and foundation on this, on this job was important because we have a lot of groundwater mm -hmm. and we wanted our best team involved. So we have Joe with smooth hollow excavation with us. Um, he did a great job. They knocked it out quick. We got kind of ahead of the curve as far as building in the winter. Um, right now everyone is digging and, mm -hmm 
we are grateful that we are done. With we that. were ahead about a month. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm, like there was a little bit of challenge with water and, mm -hmm. and tarps and things of that nature, but it was definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you had to move snow actually, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We moved a ton of snow and, um, but that was able to get us where we're at right now at this stage of the game. Um, so Joe did an awesome job. Um, and then we had Justin Davis with Davis concrete in there. Um, he had some really good ideas on what to change, um, in from the actual, um, engineering. Let's stop there for a second. I mm -hmm. thought if you had a plan, you had to follow it to a T. How can you change it on site? So this is, this is why you have the best guys on the, on the job. So with this plan it was a stock plan and it showed a four inch ledger all the way around the house. What's a ledger? It's basically just a ledge for brick to sit on mm -hmm. or stone. Um, it was pretty popular to have that um, back in the day, 10 years ago. Uh, but now everyone likes to run their stone all the way to the ground and watch mm -hmm. it disappear versus like scratch coating existing concrete. Just a better look. Mm -hmm. Right. So what we had to do is we actually bumped the house out four inches all the way around um, to get rid of that ledge. Um, <clears throat> and that we have really clean lines on the outside of the house. Mm -hmm. And it's not that big of a difference, right? But for somebody to look at it that knows what they're looking at is going to see the difference. Mm -hmm. And, and so, it's a touch bigger house. Sure. Exactly. So that was really important. And we were able to do that. So, yeah. The foundation's interesting because people think they can just change the material on the outside of their home at any time, but really the foundation and how thick it's poured really has a deciding factor on what materials go where. And so for Davis concrete to catch that and mm -hmm. solve a problem or come up with an idea ahead of time is, is awesome. Yeah. And then we have actually done some of the underground stuff already too. Yeah. You know, so the plumbing and the HVAC. Yeah. So since this house is a slab on grade, um, if you were to run it as a traditional, uh, HVAC system, you would have tons of drops and really ugly looking things going through. Let's talk about what we deal with those all the time. Yeah. Let's talk about drops for a second. I mean, you, you kind of shake your head. I want to make sure people hear I you. Hate drops. You, you hate drops. They make my life miserable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have to add trays and rooms where we didn't want to. And some people planned on a 10 foot ceiling, but because of a drop and whatever's running, even sometimes wrapping around the drop we have to create a nine foot ceiling and mm -hmm. sometimes even a little lower and we can raise it in the center and create a tray, but that's not really the look for all the houses, like all styles. So mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, you either get a, a ceiling that's lower on one section and higher in another, or you have to create a tray look. Which isn't a bad look. It's not, but it's sometimes on like a modern sleek comb, you don't really want a tray yeah. mm -hmm. or you know, and a tray ceiling is one of these things or where you create like, so there's an HVAC vent on just on say on one side of the room. We're just now creating a faux like box around the entire room. Mm -hmm. So it's higher in the center and lower mm -hmm. on all four corners or all four sides just to make sure that drop doesn't look like it was, which if that was intentional, it's great, yeah. but yes. when you're forced to do it when you didn't want to. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's where drops can be. And it's also more, it costs more money to do that. Right? Yeah. Because you got to hire a framer to frame the drops, drywall it, 
Um, yeah. And you might add a detail in there later too. So yeah, it definitely costs more money to have drops and it doesn't look as good. Right. And sometimes like if you have to create the drop around the whole room, you're running into a problem with how high the door has already been framed and you're butting up right next to where that, you know, header would have gone. And so your trim work gets messed up and mm -hmm. yeah, pre-planning HVAC and vents is. So having the HVAC in the ground, big, how big are those? pipes um our main line is 16 inches 16 so it's huge huge um and then we have eight eight inch runs going off that and why did we choose 16 and eight it's what our furnace is going to push out to get the um, insulate and it also talks with your insulation value hmm. of the house so basically whatever the ac and furnace call for is what type of runs. and obviously if you have a 16 inches because you want to get the force that air yeah right and so if you have a four inch line, it's not going to be as good. Exactly. And it runs all the way through the house, all the way back to the master. Um, the, one of the greatest things about the in-floor HVAC underground is, you know, it's just more efficient really, right? Because mm -hmm. hot air rises. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> when you do have taller ceilings, um, it wouldn't make any sense to put vents in your ceiling. Mm -hmm. right? So it's pretty awesome. There are some really like creative ways to get around where the drops are. And I've only run into this a few times with builders that they are really on top of it. When we do it, we'll do a walkthrough with the HVAC company and he will ask opinions on like, this is where it's easiest for me to run it. But if it's going to screw up your ceiling design, mm -hmm. we can take it a little further and go this, this mm -hmm. route. Mm -hmm. That's rare. Mm -hmm. um, Tate's one of those that does that. But um, a lot of times I'm just presented with, a problem solving situation. When and had you talked about it earlier on, we could have created like either the pattern in the ceiling or mm -hmm. whatever we needed. So yeah, I love when a builder involves us at the HVAC stage, if it's going to cause a drop problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause we had a conversation at the beginning, you know, do we do 10 foot ceilings or nine foot ceilings? We discussed, well, the, the main room has a 22 foot ceiling and if we're going to do something in the master anyway, we decided to go 10 foot. But if you decide to do 10 foot and then you have a bunch of drops, is it truly a 10 foot ceiling? Right. In some areas. But. And now, by the way, let's go there real quick. Why is a 10 foot any better or how much better than a nine foot or an eight foot? I always <laughs> just talk way too much. To me, it depends on the views because in some rooms, it doesn't really matter if you drop it to nine feet. Most people wouldn't know a difference. Nine feet still tall. Mm -hmm. But if you've got these gorgeous, big, tall windows with mm -hmm. great views, you don't want to take a foot away from that. Mm. So to me, it, that plays into it. Um, my thing is doors. Like if you do big, door, yeah. tall doors, it just looks dorky almost to have a foot above the door mm. versus two feet. And again, that's probably something not everyone notices. And you can get away with that if you have a drop in a, in a bedroom, right? Nobody's going to walk in a bedroom and then turn and look up, right? But hallways especially, it just looks a lot cleaner to go your 10 feet. Um that's my take on it. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people are, you know, like, I feel like the trend is going more towards like a cozier, more meaningful space in the whole entire home. Like square footage to me is coming down a little bit mm -hmm. and becoming more you know, memorable making spaces and ceilings are dropping just a little bit in some styles of homes. So that's where the HVAC or the door situation, all of it comes into play right from the very beginning. So bigger isn't always better is what's happening here. Yeah. And this house is 3,400 approximately square feet all above grade. So in a sense, you know, there's a 
there's a 10,000 square foot home around the corner or even bigger. Yeah, but this house, the spec house is, is, I feel like playing into that trend. Like it's cozy, mm -hmm. it's large enough to feel like you've got space, you can gather, but each space is a place for a family to make a memory, mm -hmm. you know? So. Well, the only space the that maybe wasn't was the loft and we're, we're making sure that is becoming that whether it's the bunk room or yep. the homework room. So depending on, on buyer, if we make that choice before there's a buyer. So let's, let's paint a visual real quick of this floor plan. I mean, we can put it up maybe on video too, but let's just paint it. So I'll, I'll kind of throw out what's in there, but I want you guys to comment. So we, you, you showed us this plan and we ended up with it because it's four separate well, it's three separate bedroom suites. You have the guests on the main floor with a bathroom. Upstairs has the bedrooms and the bath uh, suites. And there's the master suite. So you got three or three normal suites and then the master suite. And then you have a bunk room upstairs as well. Yeah. So it's great. So it tends to go towards certainly grandma, grandma's house. Well, I just said grandma, grandma. That's twice now. I guess. <laughs> grandma grandpa's house certainly that says hey come stay with us it's a really cool second home right yeah and i think even a family for that matter that says hey we want to have our own space with a couple of kids but it's kind of the ideal of i don't know what are your thoughts on that layout because then you got a four car garage we threw in there too that said hey this is where you can put your rv and your side by side as well as your vehicles you know mm -hmm. will that be a second home or grandma and grandpa or or a, a growing family yeah. What are your thoughts on the, on the layout? I mean, I just think, like I was saying before, it's a really cost-effective plan. You know, you're not paying for something you're not going to use. And mm. so, because yeah. you pay for every square foot, regardless mm -hmm. of where it is, you know. So I think that's that's my my take on it. What are your thoughts on the, on the layout, Bree, on the floor plan? No, I think it's great. Like you said, for whatever, you know, life situation the buyer's in. It's great for the growing family or the person who it's their second home and they come here in the summertime mm -hmm. and they have that space to store their side by side. And each couple has, you know, their own bathroom. So they're not like running out the hallway mm -hmm. trying to share a bathroom. I, I, there's the bunk room where it allows for all the cousins to sleep in the same room or it is a homework room for the growing family that lives there permanently mm -hmm. right now. And then that can later be changed mm -hmm. to a bunk room. Like that's an easy change down the road. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I, I feel like it's a great floor plan for let's, any buyer. Let's talk about what we did on the front office or den. So we talked about making that window bigger, right? Just your thoughts on even that room. Just it's fun for me to hear you guys talk about that. It's probably just normal to you guys. But when we were talking about what do we do different, we made that window bigger put some sort of a bookshelf behind it, you know, have yeah. uh, Pierce Cabot do that. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I have always imagined, I do a lot of work from my house and from the studio. So for me, I imagine myself in that office and just having that window space is, I just love the light that it brings in. But Tate really is, I know we always try to credit each other, <laughs> but this one was his. <clears throat> And uh, I was just hundred percent on board and it, he went for the larger window to, I was going curb appeal. Mm -hmm. He brought up the point of it just feeling larger when you're in the home. Cause that is one of the spaces where the ceiling's a little lower. Mm -hmm. So we just opened up the wall to make it feel larger. 
And of course, the whole point of, well, your comments. No, I was going to say that's perfect. <laughs> well, I will talk for you and for me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, is there anything else you'd like to add? He, he would like to add that he has um, done a great job so far. He's got amazing subs. I will say a builder's a really good builder is a builder who has a really great sub list yeah. and Tate has got that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and let's just go to finish off that the, the office or the den comment, that window, how big's the window, by the way? I want to say it's eight by nine, eight, eight feet. feet by nine feet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big window. Yeah. That's the whole wall. Yeah. That's pretty much. Yeah. That's the whole wall because of the view. You got the yes. snake Creek right there. Smack dab, right? You got that yeah. whole mountain range. You got Wilson peak right there. You're looking at that whole mountain range, right? Yeah. So why would you ever limit that idea? Yeah. Who's going to do our framing, Tate? Um, we're having TJ McPhee frame it. Um, local, great framer. Um, uh, he's going to knock it out for us pretty quick. I was just on the phone with him this morning going over a couple different details on where we want, what type of materials. So, and TJ's on it, man. He's He's been on it for a couple of weeks now, calling me for little adjustments here and there. And so we're, we're figuring, figuring all this out now so he can bust it out in a matter of a few weeks. What know? makes a good framer? Why would you want to choose one over another? Well, some guys, they show up on site and that's the first or second time they've seen the plan. Hmm. And that's not what you want, right? Because why? Well, there's like those few adjustments that TJ and I have made over the last two weeks. Um, we'll probably speed up the process by two weeks, mm. you know, um, the framing process, making sure we have a couple different materials to make it go smoother. For example, in our great room, those really tall ceilings, um, instead of using um, dimensional two by six lumber and going a 10 foot and an eight foot or whatever, get our height. Um, that's great. And people still do that, but you don't get the same um, straight wall as you will if we use like a um, manufactured LVL it's called and you can get it all the, like you can you can order them which we have done for the exact length of that ceiling so it's mm -hmm. one continuous um, board all the way up so you're getting really flat walls um, it makes TJ's life easier because he's only doing the wall one time versus mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. and it makes our job easier when we put built-ins or whatever else alongside of it so whenever you hear about someone wanting to build a house, the basically thing they always say is I got three bids out there and they usually like to go for the one, you know, give me the cheapest number. Right. right. But these are the variables through the process. Like, is it apples to apples? It know, just is never. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you get someone who knows what they're doing. Like for example, when I, if I gave our, our sub list so far, it was kind of fun. I was talking to someone who's doing our flat work. We've actually missed Ryan Swetson going to do our flat work. Mm -hmm. But someone who works for Ryan, I was just over there over at their house and he's like, Hey, who's gonna he says, Who's gonna do your flat work? And it was someone who worked for Ryan. I said, I think Ryan. And he's like, Oh, is it? And he just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, Who's doing your framing? And I said, TJ's like, dang, you do have the best ones. And the people that are in the industry speaking like that, and I don't want to say that they're the only best ones because we know there's some other great ones too, but right, you know, they have these kind of names and people that have been in the business for that long, care about the details, talk about time efficiencies, because obviously that's important. But it was just fun to hear that. But yeah. when someone says, hey, I'm, I'm looking to build a house and I need, you know, hey, Mr. Builder, talk to me about it. What's it going to cost me is always number one. Mm -hmm. Right. But if they if they just, you know, do their best guessing up front, 
and then all these processes come through and it's really a conversation in between talk through that talk through that with someone who doesn't understand and say hey i want to i want to get a bid on a house but i want to make sure it's the best deal right or the best value but i think what the question starts out beginning is give me the cheapest yeah what's the difference that's so hard because a lot of i mean it would some builders will throw out a square footage cost mm -hmm. but they really haven't had a designer work with a client on a plan and you have no idea how many stone walls are going to be inside the house you don't know how costly the firebox is going to be because going from a gas insert to a dual fuel mm -hmm. can change it it can seriously change it 20 grand sometimes or more um so it's just such a hard question to answer unless you've got the team together ahead of time so then someone who's looking to build a house it's hard to do that so really to say hey give me three bids puts it tough on a contractor right sure oh yeah and so a contractor's trying his best to give the information and trying to have the best number but mm -hmm. by the end of the day you're like look just trust me i know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> yeah you can like, do a ballpark yeah yeah and that's really all you can do right yeah until you have exact plans and a good idea of like what Bree was saying how many stone walls are going inside the house you know or you got exposed beams going through there how tall your ceilings like um all that comes into play because um square footage I mean, everyone knows your square footage on your main floor versus your basement is a lot different, right? Mm -hmm. Finished so, and unfinished yeah. square footage costs. And mm -hmm. a lot of people like to take the yeah. average, you know. Um, a lot of guys right now, the architects I'm working with are saying, hey, your main floor is going to cost you X, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes a really good way to look at it because then you can say, okay, I'm doing the same amount downstairs. It's And it's just a different way to go about it. And it's, it's pretty solid, you know. Um, but yeah, it's tough. By the way, let's like just add the fact, do you, do you guys know for sure that prices will stay the same? <laughs> Talk about no. the last two years, right? Labor What's refrigerator going to cost? Labor? Labor fluctuates a lot just based on, you know, supply and demand. And I think labor went up a lot during like the COVID mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, and it's not coming but, back down. Mm -mm. Right. People, no, laborers know what they can get and know they're needed. So that's... That's a well, I, I guess at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say and where I'm coming from and what my experience is, I want to have people that know what they're doing, they've done it for a long time, that other people say, well, they're the best. In the industry, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, yes, please give me your best bid. But I also know I'm going to get the value because they're going to be worried about the time to get it done. Hey, this is more efficient. Hey, if we did this with the concrete and you do this, you're going to be able to do this later on. That yeah. saves me money totally. and that saves me time. Exactly. And I get a better product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you have a good contingency in there mm -hmm. and have that accounted for so that if. What's a good one? Any idea? I can tell you what a bank thinks. <laughs> Depends on the house. <laughs> it does. I mean, I, I have to look at contingencies quite a bit just because, you know. And that means an extra amount of money set aside. Just for in the, case just in someone cases. decides to throw up a whole kitchen backslash of, mm -hmm. of tile that was never in the budget that can mm -hmm. come out of the contingency framing mm -hmm. things you know a yeah. lot of things that happen structurally is huge mm -hmm. that that usually will take up most of the contingency you know mm -hmm. with finishes we can kind of take from this one that we, maybe we didn't spend the the whole budget and put it over here in this mm -hmm. finish line item our finishes aren't necessarily making drastic price changes to the home it's in the bones mm. for the most part mm -hmm. 
No, but, by the way, I've heard differently. Now, I'm not, you're right. I'm wrong. Well, it depends but I've on heard if it's that, a, you know, hey, it's the finishes that can really get out of control. You can. Well, it can. Right? Yes. But if I'm talking like a countertop level or yeah. a backslash or something, but. Well, I guess from your viewpoint, you're like, well, I've planned this. Other people haven't planned it necessarily. You're like, I know what we picked out. Of oh, it advance. could totally change it. If someone comes to me after they've got a builder, after their plans are all done, and then they come to me and they want like a, you know, the highest level of finishes, but their bid at mm. a, like a very cost efficient home, like a lower budget, then yes, my finishes will change all of that. But and you're saying, I know what I'm talking about going into it. I've put my numbers where they need to be. So there's no real surprises down the road unless the customer yeah. makes a large difference in their yeah. choices. I mean, we've had, I've had someone add on like a full blown a suspended slab sports court after the mm. fact, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one reason, like when we first got out the brie, I was like, Hey, like, you know, a lot of people will say, I don't know, you probably deal with this a lot where the builder gives you a budget, right? I kind of want to involve you at the beginning and say, Hey, what type of countertops are you going to do? And you said like level, I don't know. I what, I did remember, we say probably you, six or something? It was something like that. And so like, that was a new one for me. I, she, I learned from Bree there. So meaning calling um, it at levels. Yeah. And the cost of the countertop is based on each level you can mm. say. Right. So yeah. Countertops are like square footage also, but like most companies will put them in like a level of expense and we just want to budget in that level. So we know we have mm -hmm. a little bit of leeway, True. but and I think that was great. And I think it helped out one, keep our budget where we need to be in the end versus like you said, um, if I was just to throw out some random number that I thought was good and then you had a different idea, then it would be a lot. Mm -hmm. And I had that, I go through that a lot. So I think it's so important for people who are looking into building a home to get their architect, their builder and their designer set from the very beginning. You know, they can start their plans with their architect, but in the meantime, get their builder going. Mm -hmm. So he's at the lot, seeing if there's anything that needs to be changed, mm -hmm. their designer going. But I'll get a client after the fact, budgets are created, and in order to hit a number, you know, the builder can put any number down he wants and they can sign it. But I get to a lighting selection and we don't even have, we've got $10,000 where we've minimum select the lighting at a really good price point and we're at 18, but that's just not an option because mm -hmm. they've eaten through the most of their contingency. Mm -hmm. They don't want to put their cash towards that. So we're like, we have no budget. And so it makes our job really hard. So it's so great. Tate had all his budgets together and came to me and said, which ones do you think need to go a little higher, a little mm -hmm. lower? I can't speak to the framing. I can't speak mm -hmm. to the concrete. Like we both have a place in it and collaboration makes for less surprises. I, I would say in that conversation, architect is always in the, in the picture. Contractor is almost always in the picture. Designers is under the optional piece. Let's talk about the viewpoint. I have a viewpoint of including a designer on a house. It was your idea again. Okay. You yeah. said, Hey, I really think we should have a designer. And let, I think Brie would be great is what you said. And I said, of course, I know what that is. Mm. It was pretty easy, but I think they're just as important as a builder. Like we're saying, um, Thank you. <laughs> cause we're always trying to have to prove our reputation. Yes. <laughs> they're not just there to pick out pretty stuff. <laughs> <And> our value. <laughs> no, um, it, it, it's, they make my life easier, you know, just, like we said in our last podcast a lot, like pre-planning, you know, um, keeping your budgets um, where they need to be from the beginning, you know. Um, I, Regardless of what they charge, right, or even a builder, in my opinion, if it's not too drastic, you're going to get that money back mm -hmm. versus 
if somebody was trying to build their own home, mm -hmm. they're not getting contractor pricing. They're not getting the best subs. They're getting whoever they can show up mm -hmm. and get show up right now. Right? Yeah, that's um, true. Huh? And their, their scheduling is going to be way off. They're not going to have guys there one after another. They're going to end up spending a lot more money in interest. You know, all those things add up, especially in same with Bree stuff, right? Um, she's going to have, I think we've already ordered our lighting package, right? And it's, yeah. So we've it's got like, everything selected and we're in framing. There's going to be, you know, game day decision changes or, yeah, there'll be whatever, stuff on, on but, the fly. But for the most part, we have an order of appliances, right? We, we have, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's looking at me like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they see, but you as the homeowner, the homeowner or investor, like, doesn't that just make you rest easy mm -hmm. knowing that we've got that figured out mm -hmm. and covered? Oh yeah. Again, and... I, I have my very, very strong opinion on this <laughs> and I had it when I began, but I, it, it's just the fact that I, let me just say, say that my part now, when I can show up to the site and, oh, it's being dug on the day he told me it would be dug. Oh, every day someone's been here. Oh, yep. On Friday is when they're going to be doing flat work. Oh, TJ's ready to go. I'm like, first of all, you got TJ. That's pretty amazing. Second of all, he's on it like this. And it, it's even the timing of the fact when we started, right? We talked about, because we sat on this for a little while. Yeah. You know, it was all this bit, you know, biggest winter ever on record. Thank goodness we didn't dig in the late fall like yeah. we were hoping. Mm -hmm. Our, our like four-way walkthroughs, four-way, you know, sub <laughs> walkthroughs would have been so hard. <laughs> Although I did it all winter with all the I was going to say, houses. but you went through it, right? I'm just saying, I, yes, I got a good collection of electric hand warmers, multiple hats, coats, beanies, <laughs> blankets, started wrapping myself in blankets. And thank you that we didn't have to do that. Well, and, and then honestly, <laughs> and I think Tate, I would trust Tate, but for him to come to us as a homeowner and make us happy, he'd say, what color do you want to make this? Uh, even my wife is included. She's like, I don't know what what's the trend today? What, what, what do you think, uh, you know, what are the tones and to go to it's, and, and of course, Brie, you have how many people that work for you? Four or five, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. So sometimes it's you, sometimes it's one of the people. There's always two of us on a job and most of the homeowner communication goes with other designer on the job with mm -hmm. me, but everything does run through. Mm -hmm. We are team meetings. Our, man, just to have the whole conversation about we're not, and I think a, a homeowner might even think about one thing at a time. Whereas thinking at the whole picture all at one time, and how it fits together, that's hard for someone to really get in their brain. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like that bathroom handle. Well, what am I doing in the kitchen? Well, should it be the same? Should it not? Should we do pewter? Should we do gold or silver or bronze? Or should we do mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know? And yeah. yeah, here's trends, but here's what you like and, and those kind of things. In our conversation with Spec, it's not only really what I like, it's what do we think other persons or other people will like? Yeah. And right? something that's close to trend, but isn't going to like go out of style in exactly. a couple of years. How do you, how do you do that? Yeah. And you know, back to what we were talking about with Tate, like he doesn't want to spend the time going and selecting all the plumbing fixtures. Like he's supposed to be at the job site, mm -hmm. ma managing the subs, making sure it's the schedule staying on time. Like mm -hmm. most builders, they'll hand the, the homeowner a list. Like here's my suppliers. You go to each of them and make all your selections. The homeowner goes and they're like, yep. It's overwhelming. Do I, what I mean, how many decisions are there? A, a thousand? Lot. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's over. It's like fun to build a house, but sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm done. I thought, mm -hmm. you know, what toilet do I want? There's 75 toilets to choose from in this yeah. brand. Well, I thought it was just a toilet, for heaven's sakes, you know? And, and just going back, like historically, when I first started doing this to now, builders are really, really on board with designers now mm -hmm. because 
you know, they're seeing the benefit and it's, it's saving them time and they can have more jobs at once or they have more time to put their bids together because we've got all the electrical drying and heights. And so we're, we can meet with the electrician and make sure, and he's not over there with his measuring tape, making sure it's me and the sub and he's there as well. But like the legwork is getting done on our side while well, so he can do legwork on his side and make sure it's being built sound and now we have this color board that we reference all the time and it's just so fun to look through and yeah. What did we pick? Some of the things we picked, you know, just to say, so the reason that we, so, so we had to pick uh, stone. We had to pick yeah. cabinet fronts. We had to pick flooring. So like in the mudroom, we've got like a earthy tumbled natural stone. That's going to be set in a herringbone pattern. So that's, it's porous. So that as you come in through the, you come in through that you can clean it, but it's also porous and looks like, it's okay if it's a little bit dirty because because it's earthy and it's coming in where people are coming in with their boots and stuff, but it's set in a herringbone pattern that's really cute. Mm -hmm. And then we've got some natural woods and paint colors and lights in there. And you know, so that's just fun room to enter off the off the garage. So the mudroom so, itself is even you say a fun room. Yeah, it's a fun room and you have to like think about what's who's coming in and what are they wearing when they're coming in the mudroom. And your finishes need to be geared towards that. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that. We have a lot of beam work, pretty staircase. It's, you know, are we doing full wood treads? Are we doing stair caps and runner? Are we putting a runner on applied on top of the full wood treads? There's so many decisions, yep. but we've got a lot of pretty paint colors and natural wood and fun tile. Finish, <laughs> finish Tate with, so, so far so good with our subs kind of being right after each other. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you make sure that that keeps going? And then including them on making sure they have the right paints when they show up, mm -hmm. right? And then the right stone, they don't bring the wrong one. Um, I think what I've found helps me keep guys back to back is just keeping them in the loop, right? So like, I'll just shoot out a, a text. It could be a month in advance and saying, hey, like for example, once we start framing, I'm going to text my my HVAC, my my electrician and plumber, saying, "Hey, <clears throat> we we just started framing. We're going to be done in five weeks. You know, get us on your schedule." Right. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they're farther than that, but they can make it work if they have a gap. So um, just keeping all the subs in the loop as far as far as the progress of the job just it helps out a lot. So that sounds pretty simple, but it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Right. Organization. Organization. <laughs> communication. At the end of the day, is that is that truly the success formula? I think so. And trust. Yeah. And I trust. mean, a lot of the I'm lucky enough to like be friends with most of these guys. Mm -hmm. And so like I can call them any hour of the night and say, hey, what are we? So relationships as yeah, well. Relationships, Huge. you know, and loyalty, <clears throat> especially loyalty. for me, I'm I'm going to pull strings for people I like. Mm -hmm. And so. Not that I won't with somebody that I don't know, but, but it definitely helps to know um, your trade partners or the, the guys you, you work with on a daily basis on a on a friendship level too. You know? That's where a small town comes in handy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all these names <laughs> we've thrown out are the local local guys been here a long, long time, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Including you and including you. Yep. That's not to say that people coming in aren't you know, included. Um, oh, but, right. No, but there is some value to that for sure. Yeah. Right. And it's a, I mean, word goes around, mm -hmm. you know, you've, as far as easy to work with. Yes, exactly. Reputation time. and 
stuff and, and word goes around fast. And so if you've got a good word, then, you know, people want to use you. And, and yeah, like the, the fact that he'll have people showing up one after the other is because they're loyal to Tate because Tate does things like pays on time or mm -hmm. he follows through with what he says he's going to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, that mentality of, I don't want to say cheapskate, very, very conservative, got to save a dime. I believe it hurt you in the long run because you're, if you mistreat somebody or if you even hint that they're trying to cheat you, it'll make them feel defensive. So be careful. Hey, I need the best value out of this. What can we do instead of putting someone on the defense? You know, right. be careful with that. But obviously, if you're if you're new to the area and you want to build a house and you need certain subs to show up on time, that would be tougher than somebody who has an established relationship. Right. So as yeah. far as saving time and money, just hire you guys. <laughs> People like you guys. We got a couple exactly. of the good ones too, obviously, but there's there's some there's some real value to that. Let's finish with uh, the industry. What was it looking like as far as industry? So we're, this is a spec house. Let's just make sure, you know, I just told someone today I'm doing a spec house. He goes, you are? You know, and I said, I know, I'm an idiot. You know, <laughs> what terrible timing. I don't think that's true, by the way. People act, people who are successful act when other people don't. Yeah. And and I'm acting during a time right now that will likely be a recession. Well, I can build a house during a recession. I just want to sell it when it's coming out of a recession. And recessions generally last 10 months. Historically speaking, for a hundred years, a recession lasts about ten months. We have about a year build time, right? Yeah. Oh. So for me, I've I've thought about this. So on this side of the the, the yeah, desk, I, I'm learning from you. The math, the the, <laughs> the the finances, the numbers. I'm like, why would I do a spec house? And you definitely always risk that. What what if? But the the other thing I show people is if you look at the last since 1970, and you look at how many recessions we've had. There were more in the 70s and 80s than there have been in the 90s and the 2000s. Okay, so it's gotten less and less. They've gotten shorter and shorter, minus the 2008 one, right? 2008 was an anomaly for some reasons. The thing's been corrected. But the recessions are generally between, like the one in 2020, they called it a recession. It was two months long. And the one in 2008 was 18 months long with an average of 10 months. So if it's been 50 years and I have eight approximate recessions averaging between two months the longest is 18 months ever, but they average usually seven, eight, nine, ten months. How much other time is really good? A lot. Like 90 plus percent yeah. of it has been really good times. So if you only focus on that 10% and not knowing like, are we going to recession? I'm like, oh, that's good. But to come back out of it might be a yeah. good process. So that's my thinking. I also was thinking, when is the best selling time? When are people going to be looking? And you know, we talked about when, you know, I want them to be able to sit up, stand on the front porch and look at that view. Because the view, this, what's this view worth? I mean, it's going to be it's, worth two, three. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Yeah. A lifetime of happiness. <laughs> A lifetime of happiness. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But it's just the view is phenomenal, right? Yeah, it's just, it is. you got the golf course view right there. You got Snake Creek, you got Wilson Peak, you got just the most amazing, and it's the deer right there, and it's just quiet. I mean, yeah. you there, all you hear is the birds, right? It's just amazing. So you look at all that and say, well, what if, what if? And it's like, okay, worst thing I have to do is wait a little longer. So I got to make sure I can wait a little longer if I had to. And I don't want to be in a position where I take the first one either. You know, yeah. oh, good, someone wants it. I don't want to be in that position. Yeah. It also means the product that I have. If the product I have is has some shortcuts or is not as good in these areas, then I probably have to assume that someone's going to come in and say, you know, it's not this, it's not this. And I'm going to discount your price. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm be open to have someone come tell me where they're going to tell me that in this, in this house, in this location. Cul-de-sac, not an HOA, those views, that quiet in Midway. Yeah. Four bedroom suites, four car garage. <laughs> I'm, someone tell me, you know. Yeah. So it'll be, it puts me in the driver's seat, I believe, because yeah. I would want, I've, I've said, and I think you said, I'd, I'd want this house. Totally. I would, I would, this is like, this is okay. If I ever move, this is the house I'd want. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I don't really want a gigantic house. My house right now is a good size house. It's fine, but it's also when I built it, I had a bunch of kids yeah. at home. Now they're kind of moving on. But, you know, 3,400 square feet above grade. Yeah, it doesn't have a basement. Someone could say that, which is nice. Uh, basements aren't necessarily always, it's great for storage, but basements are not usually where people hang out mm -hmm. for the most for part. High school kids. Yeah. 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 And if we're yeah. focused more on the second homers and, and grandma and grandpa, certainly that established family that wants that. Anyway, here's some thoughts and processes I've had yeah. about a spec house and why would I do it and when. So for me, even moving past winter, the fact that we were about a month ahead of everybody else, boom, boom, boom. You know, we're, we're going to hopefully keep this trend going that we stay in front of the curve that everyone else is, you know, digging. Well, we, we dug a month ago kind of a thing. You're going to be showing it at the most beautiful time of year. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be certainly summer, late summer. And then of course fall. Yeah. I mean, spring's pretty too. Anytime yeah. between that just <laughs> dreadful winter we just had <laughs> is going to be a beautiful time to show the home. So. Yep. <laughs> Yep. It's true. It's pretty rough. And if I was looking for a home, I'd probably want to get involved a little bit earlier. So I could, I had a little bit of opinion of a change to make. Right. And yeah. I can say, Oh, let me introduce you to Brie and have her go through that process. But yeah. With spec houses, we usually, yeah, it's kind of an agreement between three of us of how many changes we allow to happen because mm -hmm. it can get them down a rabbit mm -hmm. hole that mm -hmm. we, none of us will recover from, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, if they get there in time, then there's, some easy changes. A couple of changes here and there. Finishes. Color choices, maybe. Color, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, my hope is that now that we're rocking and rolling on this house, that this, let me just tell you from a, from someone who might be listening to this podcast, myself included, you guys have this vocabulary rolling off your tongue. That is your everyday thing that people don't understand it. Just, you know, the tray ceiling or the, the four inches, you know, ledge, you know, all that stuff. That stuff is fun for people to hear and learn about. And now they're yeah. going to be more educated, which actually people say, well, you're giving out your trade secrets. I'm like, no, now you see how people know what they're talking about, share their information. So you want to be around those people. Yeah. So then catch those things. And so it's just fun. I, this is, again, this was, has been my most popular podcast. I think it's, well, it wasn't the one I did by myself. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I should take that to heart and wonder, hmm. <laughs> Must be the, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun to do more as we, we're gonna keep as rolling, we have as experiences and we can talk about our experiences yeah. and I problem thought, solving yeah, and problem issues solving. that come up because mm -hmm. those are the fun things I think for people to hear, to know like what to expect when they're building or that it's not the end of the world if there is an issue. Yeah. Okay. So parting words for this podcast until next time no but it, again i was nervous to do a podcast but with you it always runs smooth i <laughs> i've never been good on camera or really you know, do you think of, that's but... true i don't think that's true <laughs> i don't think that's true someone's a little too hard on themselves i'm not going to point it out who it is in this room no i'm just saying it goes well it goes a lot better than i expect it to okay party words um not much we're just excited to keep rolling so <laughs> 
Okay. Well, again, doing a spec house has been like a total cakewalk. It's been just like sweet and awesome. And I don't know how many people can say that. I can't. And it's because of the people that are around me. So it's not always what you know. More importantly, it's who you know. And, then and what you, they know. And what they know. Thank <laughs> you very much. Mm -hmm. And then you trust them. Yes. At the end of the day, even if you have contracts and you have everything, you still have to trust them. And if someone feels trusted, it's pretty fun to see how they mm -hmm. rise to the occasion. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Till next time. Thanks for coming. Thank you. This is Dollars and Sensibility, and I'm Tom Stone. Thank you for listening, and thanks for getting real with me. So next step is to answer your questions. Come see me, Guild Mortgage, 435-654-9979, or goapplathtom.com.